Hey friends, pull up a chair, grab your wine. You are listening to the Close Friends podcast. This is where we hit record on our IRL conversations as friends about surviving, thriving, and diving headfirst into life, trying to be adults, but also trying to have a fucking good time. This week, I am your host, Lucy, and I am joined as ever by Tara. Hello, friends. And Sarah. Hello friends. This week I have the pleasure of doing Close Friend of the Week. I'm actually going to put a different spin on it and we're going to do Close Friends of the Week because this week we seem to have had an influx of amazing people writing wonderful reviews. So I'm going to hit you with a couple speed round. Uh, First one, Podcast Heroines is the title. Thank you, Becky M. The review starts with beyond grateful to all of you for making this. Life's been a lot recently and I feel like every episode is exactly what I need. Uh, ends with you are true queen so thank you very much becky secondly thank you eden jane the conversation we all need love i love the episode on contraception and it ends with a thank you so thank you eden um we've got what a wonderful podcast from imo maybe that was written by imo our producer i don't know but (laughs) thank you imo (laughs) trying to boost those ratings thanks imo (laughs) and finishing with jammy dodger 12 who has written us a review um, saying he's part of the amazing 5%, welcome, uh, and saying that the podcast and us have been a saviour. So how kind is that? I'm just blown away by some of these. So thank you all. We love you. We thank appreciate you. you. Uh, and you're the best. You are. You're absolutely the best. This week, we're going to be talking about probably one of the most taboo subjects that there possibly ever was I think or I mean I think anyway it's the sort of thing that I've only started talking about like openly to my friends Mm -hmm. like in the last year two years Mm. maybe but before that it was like hush hush nobody speak a word um it's awkward it's weird it's gross we're gonna be talking about porn all things (gasps) porn (laughs) shock factor (laughs) women talking about porn Um, And we wanted to open this episode by saying that if you are a person listening to this who doesn't watch porn um, because you think it's weird or you think that other people, that it's only for men or there's only kind of porn out there for men or that like it's shameful and it's gross and whatever, then um, yeah. Anyway, I hope this episode gives you an, an interesting an interesting summary of both sides of the story because there are some weird things on the internet obviously as we all know but um it's also very normal that most people watch porn and that is absolutely okay tara i'm so excited for this episode um i just feel like this subject particularly among women is not talked about enough and there's like Mm. there's so many different angles to it that we're going to touch on um i want to just go around the room and ask what everyone's experience is with porn. Lucy, let's start with you. See, this episode is funny because when we were talking about doing it, I feel like my experience with it is like, it's very limited. I feel very passionately about certain topics within porn as a concept, but from like a personal standpoint, I never really watched it. And I'm even talking up to now, like maybe even like, you know, the past couple of years like very periodic I, I watched it like a couple of times just to try it and see if I liked it but in my experience I don't really like it I don't really enjoy it and albeit I've not spent a lot of time looking at it but I always found that it wasn't it just didn't sit it just doesn't sit right with me it just nothing about it was really doing much for me but I do have to say I have subscribed to uh dipsy before which is an audio 
sexy story uh app and i massively rate that and i think i downloaded that a couple of years ago um and that's definitely more my bag what was it that really put you off in the times that you have watched a bit i don't know i think i never watched it being younger because like no one really talked about it like none of my friends talked about it even now we don't really talk about it um and i very much felt like it was like just for men um Mm -hmm. And then when I like have tried to watch it, I've just kind of gone to like the classic websites like you porn or whatever and like mm-hmm. just clicked on anything. And it's like, I just, I just find like the videos are just, I don't know, just doesn't, just doesn't turn me on. It just feels a bit like, oh, but I guess I'm not really giving myself a chance to like root around in there i just kind of i don't know i don't know it's just i just don't think that mainstream porn is for me is it is it anything to do with the fact that pretty much every video on Pornhub is labeled like um sexy slut doing xyz yeah <laughs> and, no, you know at the best it sounds painful at the worst it sounds illegal <laughs> teen virgin fuck soccer coach in I like just, what oh, it's just honestly <laughs> it's just, like no, nothing about it it's like the thing is like i know some people watch porn for it to not be relatable right but i think for me like I have to, like, it has to, like, spark something in my imagination. And, like, watching these, like, really, like, graphic videos of, like, two random, like, it just doesn't do it. It just doesn't, doesn't work for me. And, but I'm also saying this knowing that I think I have a very um, singular view of porn in that I've not actually delve into the world of porn really so i've i'm judging this based on a very small snapshot of a very standard website which is very tailored to the heterosexual man's gaze mm. so yeah yeah but we're gonna delve more into that yeah i mean i think that's totally understandable to be fair um i've had a pretty opposite experience with it um because long story short i looked into starting a company that's not really anything to do with porn but um it the idea would be to like film couples having sex in like that kind of environment for for them to have as like videos for them i still think it's a really great idea but um, apparently nobody wants to do it with me so fine whatever put that to bed so (laughs) um (laughs) i've got my hand up over here like (laughs) (laughs) i have to say i remember you telling me about this tara and i remember being like that is so fucking cool it is so it is so cool i also just feel like the whole experience would be such a turn on like having right you there i don't know (laughs) you specifically (laughs) having you there in the room tara with me chris jenner like camcorder um let's leave that to the side and um, if anybody wants to email us and let us know that's a really good idea and that you want to participate let me know but side point anyway so any investors um, listening the reason that i brought that up is because I then went and did a load of research on how porn was filmed um, in different locations, scenarios on different platforms. And uh, just so I've been on lots of different websites and looked at lots of different things from not the kind of view of like, I want this to turn me on, but the view of kind of filming and photography, whatever. But anyway, from that, I found loads of really cool sites that weren't just like, you know, Pornhub and YouPorn and all the rest of it, mm-hmm. which was what I was, um, w- which is what I found when I was like, you know, um, just started having sex. And that was kind of what people were watching and, and stuff. So there are some really interesting 
things out there, I think. And also the more I've started speaking to my friends about the sort of porn they watch, the more different kind of sites I've found. And um, so there is, there are a lot of things out there that aren't just, you know, men coming on women's faces. Yeah, I think you're right. And also like, we're probably going to make some generalizations here based on like what the big sites have to offer. Um, and like, mm. from my perspective, like Pornhub's the one that gets talked about all the time. And even when research is happening, typically, um, they're focusing on the big sites like Pornhub. So for example, here, I've got a list of statistics, uh, obviously <laughs> a bit mm. earlier than usual, <laughs> only took me like five minutes. Oh, um, straight in there. This is from, uh, well, yeah, it's about the gender distribution, uh, on Pornhub in 2019 in European countries. Now top of the list with the, the most favorable balance towards women was Sweden, uh, where only 65% of traffic was male, 35% wow. was female. Uh, and in the United Kingdom, you're on 72% male, 28% female. Now, obviously there's a male majority, which was expected, but I don't know about both of you. I was quite surprised by how high the female proportion of that was. Oh, really? I'm not at all because actually all of my friends, um, pretty much all of my best closest girlfriends do or have or sometimes watch porn. So in my head, I, I thought those numbers would be higher because I think it's just something that we don't talk about, but most of us kind we of do. do. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I don't know though, because I'm definitely that person that like hadn't really exposed myself to it. And I think mm-hmm. definitely in the early days, like when I was much younger, uh, that was purely around shame for sure but oh, there's yeah. always that, that like curiosity of like oh but yeah I don't know I I'm not surprised uh, I am surprised sorry by that figure and I would have expected it to be uh much more weighted to men but I mean it's great that it is so close to even I think this is interesting like unspoken pact that we're all in like the girls who watch it <laughs> yeah. have this like weird unspoken pact and I only really know about this because of TikTok and like on TikTok I seem to get pushed content that's very people are very comfortable on that app and yeah. one of the things that gets talked about a lot is like um straight women or bi women primarily watching lesbian porn Mm. and like loads of people are commenting and feeding back on that sort of content being like on tiktok i mean not on the actual videos um just being like oh my god i thought it was just me like oh i thought it was just me i thought i was alone and there's thousands of women like responding i know obviously that's a very small subsection of society and i don't know what we can take from that but i find that so interesting like we're not talking about it we're all kind of behaving the same and there's these weird nuances emerging why do you guys think that is is it that we just find that more attractive as heterosexual women or do you think it's because a woman with another woman she knows how to actually please a woman so when you are watching his videos she is hitting all the spots she's doing all the right things not just like jamming the penis in (laughs) and that being that because she knows that's 100 percent it like we want to watch we want to watch the actual like pleasure happening to women rather than just like you know the jackhammering vibe of um <laughs> most porn but i mean but then okay right so then i say that and that is a subsection of of girls straight bi gay whatever like all you know but there are and and i know this because i spent this morning like trawling through reddit and quora looking for stuff there are also a lot of women who like really kind of rough like 
they they like degrading porn porn that's not very nice to women and all this sort of stuff i don't know the answer to this you know i have no idea but i also just want to say that whatever you are watching or whatever you are into like there's nobody that's alone in their category like everybody's into different stuff for different reasons it's interesting yeah i think like the the question of why in particular that niche around like lesbian porn Mm -hmm. in straight women might be more prevalent than some of the other niches uh another way to look at it it's not just that you know maybe they know what they're doing because also i think a lot of it probably is still tailored to what the men want to see um you know just to just to throw that out there but i think a lot of it (laughs) is probably to do with the fact that um it feels a lot more mutual (laughs) Mm -hmm. and a lot more two-way respectful rather than like um I don't want to use super vulgar language, but you know, these titles are very much like the woman is getting stuff done to her and things are happening to her and she's, you know, accepting and swallowing or whatever. <laughs> Whereas in in the lesbian side of things, maybe there's an angle to it that feels a lot more balanced and level playing field. I don't know. There's one p- potential way to cut it. Do you guys remember um when we decided we were in a we were in a taxi i know where this is no, going sh- sorry shirley, shirley and her mate shirley was on holiday shirley was on holiday with her two best close friends and um shirley was like oh um has anybody ever watched like gay porn you know like guy on guy porn and shirley's best friends were like no no we haven't actually that's you know what i wonder what it's like anyway so shirley and her mates got back to the villa they were staying at and they decided to put on some like man on man porn to see what it was about and um (laughs) they learned some interesting things it was very tasteful (laughs) that video we watched was very tasteful great storyline the groundbreaking research that we did you know on Mm. behalf of our gender which was when we watched these videos and we only we probably only did this for like an hour okay so we're not experts at all but the overwhelming majority of these videos the men were wearing condoms which which again we are not experts but which is extremely rare from what we've seen in straight porn I have so I have had a conversation about this with um, a friend of mine who has actually like been on porn shoots and stuff before and um, they said that actually everybody that comes in all the actors that come in to to shoot and stuff they have to have like STI tests and all the rest of it Mm -hmm. and stuff so in that sense and I mean you know they were also working in like establishments that are well run and uh, like I don't know whether that's representative of the whole industry I have absolutely no idea really um Mm. but just wanted to throw that into the conversation but yeah you never see straight porn where men are wearing condoms ever it's like I guess you can and like again there's so many different sites and we're going off you know the mainstream findings here but it's like what's the precedent what's the the baseline and it did seem that in homosexual porn the baseline was you know by default they are protected and it would be rare to see it the other way around whereas in straight porn it's like completely flipped i think that's so interesting Mm. um but like it does raise the question tara like what you're just saying about establishments and well-run organizations and stuff like there is obviously this whole topic around um non-consensual porn and like there is very um spurious and uh disparate statistics about 
the proportion of videos on porn sites that are perhaps created non-consensually versus consensually. And I think it's just so incredibly hard to estimate that because that involves, you know, a lot more digging behind the scenes into like trafficking and into human rights and into different situations that, you know, someone doing a basic research piece can't provide that statistic, but it's happening. Like people are being trafficked into porn. Like what, what the hell's that about? Do you remember that video? Like not that long ago. And I think I shared it with you or something. I think I was telling yeah. you guys about it, about that exo dust something. And it was all about tra- human trafficking. Um, yeah, it was like human trafficking on you porn or whatever it's called. And it was just like really well made video. However, it was brought to light that the people that had made it were this like Christian organization that were anti-porn altogether. And that like, sp- that spread like wildfire, that video. I'm so torn about this because there's such a big problem with trafficking and with people being coerced to do things that they don't want to do. And I can understand that that's definitely a corner of porn that's really bad and there should be something done about it. But then it really, really annoys me when that is then like people take that idea that like, oh, you know, porn is terrible because we know we've got this trafficking, there's this, that and that, and they'd apply it to the whole industry. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it gets this bad name when actually there's people who do porn that love it and it's you know it's not just because they've they've been forced into it or something or they've been coerced to do whatever they want like you know i mean that's that's not it for everyone and that so there needs to be a balance i think between thinking about things from both sides of that coin don't you think this is just another classic example of an industry that if it was regulated then everyone would be safer but we don't regulate it because we think it's um I don't know, unsavory. <laughs> and it's for people who are being coerced and therefore, and, and, and we get into this whole mess of, and you get into sex work and you can talk about all these different things. Um, mm. But it's like, you know, if we've, if we've spent more time regulating porn, wouldn't, you know, and also more, um, I guess a, a different type of person going and working in the industry and different types of investors. Um, which brings us to the interesting, you know, uprising in women's sex tech of female-centered porn. Um, Tara, you looked into this a lot, didn't you? And there's that company we were talking about just before this yeah. that I can't say the name of because I can't remember it. <laughs> Balesa, I think it's Bales- called. Balesico. Balesico. I think Something it's Balesico. Like Balesico. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I've had a browse on there. It's, <sighs> it's clinical lighting um everyone's kind of treated fairly high quality stuff i mean it's not the most interesting stuff in the world but it's probably a good place to start i don't i mean look like it just also annoys me that the narrative of like you know porn for women has to be all kind of like you know there has to be an act like some romance involved and whatever and i just like I also don't think that you can place that narrative on like it's 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 a stereotype. Some women don't like that and they want something else and it uh, no, I think look, I think women porn for women is a good thing because it's a, a different thing path that some women want and that's fine, but I just again the generalization of yeah I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. I think this is why I like things like um, the audio story stuff that I've listened mm. to because it's not cringy and that like, you know, it's a couple and they're like in the kitchen making breakfast <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like grabbing her and they're kissing <laughs> and stuff. And like, 
I'm all for a story. I fucking, I love a story. Give me a story. However, it it goes too cringe sometimes. And it's too like women just want like romance. They just want petals on the bed. They just want, you know. <laughs> and the reason why I like the audio stories is because it's like the, for me, it's a perfect balance of not having that physical reference that could be really off-putting and mm-hmm. like, you know, to this, to that, weird lighting, like weird, like mm. positions or whatever, or just like the man doing stuff to the woman, which I know I would not want done to my body or brings no pleasure, but then watching an actor fake the pleasure. Mm. I think that, I think that's what puts me off porn. It's the yeah. videos that I've watched is like, when I'm watching it, I'm just thinking if I was the woman, I just think I would not get that pleasure from it so then it so then it feels fake yeah so it feels fake and it's unauthentic and i like the real raw stuff yeah yeah get that um i have a question for shirley has shirley ever experienced an encounter with um a sexual partner where she's realized that they've been doing something that they've seen in some sort of porn video (laughs) or something yeah um do you know know what move it is it's the tap. The what? The, the tap. The tap. The oh. the tap. <laughs> I've always wondered about that. Have you had? Have you had that I as thought, well? I thought it was like to calibrate, like where the, <laughs> the line. <I'm> trying. <laughs> no, it's like the tap. line up where. Five <laughs> percent. If you're listening, can you please email in or let us know? <laughs> Does this have any function, like mechanical function, or is it just? <laughs> because it's been seen <laughs> oh i was like this must be a th- it has to be i was like it has has to be there is no other way i was like okay it's, like it doesn't bother me but i was a bit like oh. <laughs> okay like who's there <laughs> come here <Yeah. laughs> knock knock uh just think shirley's just uh thinking if there's any other times um there's got to be I think just basically anything anything that involves like you know you need to stretch afterwards um uh, you kind of like did did we think this would be like enjoyable or did we just do it because we've been inspired by something we've seen online <laughs> like as a general rule I think there's like there's um there's a move called like pile drive what is what that what the fuck is that <laughs> Remember. Oh, stop someone it. mentioned oh, it to me remember. back in the day. Can't remember. Come on, Shirley, tell the fucking the reason, story. The reason, the reason Shirley can't remember is because she was like, someone mentioned it to her, like, what do you think? And she was like, absolutely fucking not. Like, tell me, Sarah, what's the call? I'm going to Google it. Pile driver. There's a couple of things that um, Shirley's seen in porn that if a guy ever tried to do, <laughs> uh, if a male snake ever tried to do that to her, she'd literally just like fucking she'd venom the fuck into him and Wait, <laughs> kill him and this might him. be one of those mi- oh, oh, <laughs> what is it? i'm on urban dictionary right now a sexual position where the woman is leaned on <laughs> Look at that. Her- oh like, sarah's just showing like- a picture to the screen that looks oh, so not yeah i don't that's a porn I, guys, thing it's not that kind of podcast it's not that kind of podcast i'm not going to do a voiceover for this i'm going to let you all google it in your own time make sure you're not at work <laughs> when you do it um, um, urban dictionary is a perfect description i don't <laughs> want that ever so yeah <laughs> I just, 
just I'm sure that I'm absolutely sure there's people who love that sort of thing but for well, me it's just thing, you know right? this is the thing um and I find it really interesting that like and actually being really open about sex on my Instagram has just been an, uh, just so mind-blowing for me because like there's some things I mean okay I'm just gonna fucking go and say this right if a guy ever tried to come on my face I would kill him <gasps> I would absolutely 100% kill him like I would be arrested for murder okay but then like I somebody somebody messaged me saying I love that it's one of my favorite things I was like yeah. like a girl messaged me that and said she fucking loves it and I'm like excuse me I, don't, I just I'm mind blown everyone's preferences are super different yeah but everyone has because sometimes even the thing but sometimes the thrill can be that like in normal life as in like when you're not having sex something like that would be like grotesque yeah. but maybe that's the turn on the the turn on is that like oh god i really shouldn't want this i really this is like not mm. something ideally i'd have on my face you know but that's <laughs> that's the thrill that's the thrill of it. like legit been in a situation where someone like you know it's, it's coming to an end and someone's been like oh can i can i just do it on your face <laughs> she's just been like no sorry <laughs> no no thank you <laughs> and they're like okay it's like i will bite good your dick on off you. <laughs> good on you for staying your boundaries because i like i guarantee you in those positions there's been like many things like in my in my days where i've been like yeah like let's do that and like really i'm like only kind of jokes i know they want to so mm. You know. also can i just say something really quickly friends um i'm reading this book which we're going to talk about in more detail at some point but um, i've just got to this point where there's a whole community of men who teach other men how to coerce women to giving them what they want and they basically when it comes to this kind of stuff they'll use tactics like saying that actually cum is really good for your skin and stuff and they'll basically feed you <laughs> all that this that absolute load of yeah it's nonsense it's pseudoscience the whole thing is just absolute nonsense they can coerce you into doing all these things for them so don't buy it if you want to do it do it if you don't don't fucking do it tell them to fuck off was this the the incel community tara yeah it's not it's like the pickup artist thing oh god um yeah it's awful episode on that please yeah remember all that shit that scottish man like a year or two ago do you remember that he got arrested for sexual harassment. He's like filming videos of him trying to pick up women and sleep with them. God. Oh my God. I don't yeah, there's that, loads actually. of them. And they're literally in plain sight, like, you know, making thousands of that. It's a hundred million dollar industry, this this thing. Mm. These pickup artists. Yeah. Let's I mean Hitch came out. That was a film. Lol. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Is that Will Smith? Gross. Anyway, yeah. sorry, we we so there's there's something we really need to talk about that we actually haven't gone to yet, which is crazy because I think it's a really, really big point around porn and it's porn and sex education and how the fact that we really, I mean, you know, we could go on about this for ages, but I don't think we're given really enough sex education when we're younger. And what happens is that boys, young boys pick up all this sort of stuff from porn and this is like, you know, really it's teaching boys the wrong things and they don't know like you know sometimes it's not even yeah. really their their fault that this is happening because that's all they know yeah <sighs> yeah how do you know any different i guess there's that culture of like um pre predominantly school boys 
um like getting hold of videos send them sending them to each other certainly when we were growing up that was the case mm. it's a bit different now that everyone's got the internet on their phone god i sound so old but it's a bit different now everyone's got immediate <laughs> Those access bloody smartphones <laughs> exactly um but it is like it is two taps away and i i would love to maybe we could get a guest on who's like a parent who could talk about this because i'd love to know what it's like to be a parent um trying to navigate this in this day and age because when we were growing up and we were at school it was very much like schoolboys would get their hands on it they'd send it to each other and then that was you know and then when you eventually do come to your first sexual encounter all you've got to go off is like those specific three videos that got circulated via bluetooth at the back of the school bus <laughs> that probably involved like i remember one like we all know the one with the two girls and one item and and yeah you know so that's i'm not saying that was a, a role model video for people i but only watched that last year i was watching watched, it why is it only in watched it this, dude, I watched this is it why Harry this Winks. is why you don't watch fucking porn <laughs> this is what i mean this is what this i mean I'm, to only, I'm not exposed to stuff i watched it with harry wings nothing could put me in the mood less when i was with a harry no Ooh. but oh, we fuck? weren't we weren't watching it like that we were watching because i said i mentioned him i'd never seen it and he was like right we need to put it on right now oh. so we did and like i was i was shocked at how short it was it was over very quickly i felt very violated afterwards but yeah right i'm actually gonna send you some really nice porn we're gonna have i'm gonna send you like a porn mixtape because i reckon like we should do this because <laughs> oh my god i actually really like that idea i really like that idea of like normalizing it a little bit yeah. more sending oh yeah do guys do that i don't Yee. well i think they, they yeah i think they do i think i don't know five percent tell us because can't comment yeah you yeah. you write in and tell us i'm not sure yeah um there's this woman called cindy who is amazing i came across her when i was doing all this kind of research about like filming sex encounters and stuff but she has made a website called make love not porn and oh, yeah. essentially, it's, it's this is so cool. She has built the, off the back of the whole industry being just absolute, that just crap. And there being so many videos online, there's nobody sifting through them to make sure they're all consensual and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. And also like, it's not real, it's just acting. And she said, look, like none of this turns me on. What turns me on is real people having real sex. So yeah. she runs this site where you have a membership if you want, and you also pay five pounds if you want to send in your own sex tape. And she has all these different categories where like, you know, there's some categories that are like, you know, something funny happens, like you fall off the bed or like, you know, something breaks or whatever. And there's all these different categories for different encounters. She has, she actually has a team who watches every single video to make sure that it's okay. Um, and she allows everything other than obviously anything that's not consensual or anything involving children or animals or whatever. But like, it's cool, isn't it? I just, I love it. Great dream job. Is she hiring? Imagine that. I'm actually a professional porn video tester. Crying. I, I think that's it. that's what it is. So it goes up to what I was saying. It's like it's when it's real. That is so much more sexy to me. Yeah, it feels real. I, yeah, I would love. I think this is like obviously with all of our topics on this pod so far, we're still so new. Want to delve like delve into things in a lot more detail. And one thing I would love to do with this topic is bring on a man and hear mm. the entire story up from that schoolboy like receipt the first time they received something that was classed as you know pornography, right up to now and how that relationship has changed. Because um, for certainly for for women, I think it is still 
um, a lot more taboo. We talk about it a lot less, whereas men are much further down that journey. And I would love to know how it differs to what we've seen so far. Mm. And love to just hear a bit more perspective as well, like on all the other stuff that's out there and the things that aren't on the mainstream and, you know, whatever. Mm. Well, I have a, I have a, I have a question I want to ask both of you, but it kind of leans into this point I want to say in that like guys that I've dated, like maybe in the past like couple of years, we've kind of talked about this as like conversation and almost every guy that I've dated have all said they don't really watch it anymore and that yes. they're just kind of a bit over it. And um, like some of them saying that they found that they're watching it too much. So they had to like turn it off. Some of them saying that obviously now they're like, you know, early thirties or whatever, they're finding that their tolerance, their, their arousal mm. tolerance is like much um, higher. So mm. they had to stop watching porn to then be turned on by like real sets rather than like these crazy things they're watching online and um i personally feel like at least the men in my life or guys i've been with the trend is like reducing how much of that though is that they want Mm. they think that that's what what i want to (laughs) hear so i don't know and like i do always ask i'm like always curious i'm like what do you type in like what do you do and they're always like oh you know the standard like blonde big boobs like and i'm like how much of this is true (laughs) i don't know but anyway i at least have been told that the trend for for men heterosexual men is that it's leaning more towards either way but but i want to ask you i want to ask you how do you feel about your partner watching porn and where is the line between it being okay it not being okay how much of it blah 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 that is so interesting because also that actually reminds me i'm i'm making massive generalizations talking about this anyway but um the last person i dated he wasn't really harry he's lovely um we'll call him (laughs) harry anyway uh yeah he he was the same he was like i've completely stopped watching it and i have done for years and i it doesn't do anything for me anymore um and also i think he also brought up the fact that it doesn't a lot of it doesn't feel respectful to women which you know you can make what you will out of that but yeah i i found that really interesting that's such a good point lucy um Mm. but yeah so for me it's easy because i haven't got a partner right now so i'm i can say this shit and i'm sure i'd feel very differently maybe if i was with someone but for me it doesn't bother me at all um I don't think that's cool girl mentality coming out. I think that's generally because like, I wouldn't want them to be bothered by the fact I'm watching it. Cause for me, it's completely removed from real life. It has absolutely no impact or relation to how I feel about them. It's more of a sort of in the moment, um, helps me reach a certain point, you know, yeah. in terms of my own physical experience. And, um, maybe they're not there. Maybe they're like, I don't know, but yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't bother me. The only way in which it would bother me um, was if my partner was watching porn and masturbating but not having sex with me, then that mm. then that would bother me. But if we're having sex and he's also, you know, having a wank and watching porn or whatever, like I could not care less. I was I almost feel that that's healthy because it means that I haven't stepped in and like completely kind of replaced everything else in yeah. his life. I don't know. Like I've, I don't want to limit people with what they want. Also, I love watching porn with my partners. It's fucking fun. Like yeah. <laughs> get it up on the big screen TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that projector out. <laughs> but but what about this is obviously like with the the assumption that what they're watching is something you'd consider like well, this is it <laughs> what if, what if you found out your partner had been watching it and then they were like look at my search history and it was like something really fucking dark oh, nice. and i don't mean like you know 
terrifying, but, you know, something a bit weird. <laughs> All right. So funnily enough, Shirley was telling me the other day that um, when she's with a um, specific male partner snake and um, they're having a, um, a little time on the sofa, like watching a bit of porn, um, her male snake will type something into to the porn site. And she's always thinking, is that like, you know, what, what he would actually type or is he just like <laughs> typing that for me because um and she's always like what would i type if i kind of had the laptop and thought mm, okay right, i'm gonna just go <laughs> it's and like type having the orcs cable <laughs> like yeah, the new literally. version of having the orcs cable like the pressure you're like oh my god i've got to put a banger on next but like literally this time <laughs> i also just reminds me of like when i was like on and off with one of my exes and like we like one night we were talking and and we were like on the phone, right? And he sent me this video. And like, bear in mind again, this is me like not really watching much porn. He was like, I've just been watching like loads of porn that like reminds me of you. And like picking women who were like blonde <gasps> and like oh, l- like resembled that. me in some oh. way. And I was like, is he just saying this? Because he thinks like mm. I want him to say that. Or I was like, and he sent me this video of like some woman who's like blonde. And like, I was like, oh, like, do you want to get back together with me? Is this what you're saying? Like, <laughs> oh my God, maybe. But is that a thing? Do people do that? Because when I, I like, know. when I'm thinking about, you know, when you're, using your imagination right with no visual reference often you're going to think about situations or people or things that have happened maybe already Mm. so is it that weird to pick videos which remind you of someone i don't know if he if he's missing you then why doesn't he just fucking think of you and have a wank (laughs) (laughs) i don't know I feel really, what's the word, unqualified to speak about any of this because I feel like everyone's got such different preferences. True. And also, like, Thank you, Sarah. It's very diplomatic the, of you. <laughs> but there's some things that, like, sh- you know, I believe in communication openness. There's some things that should always be shared and you can, you know, be open about them. I feel like sexual preferences, um, put, put it this way, I think we're a very progressive society in a lot of ways. But when it comes to watching porn, that gets left at the door and it's the wild fucking West and people who are, you know, in managerial positions or in, you know, in high positions in society or people who are just lovely and normal in real life are probably watching stepbrother stuff. Um, (laughs) Weird shit. Wait, that's a thing, right? Step, like step, step bro, yeah, step bro. Yeah. yeah, but it is. But like, what what I mean is, I think we all just have this weird sort of unspoken pact again around yeah. this. That's like, you don't, you're never going to be showing someone you search history on porn. No. <laughs> like, no. Even when we're talking here, would you actually say what turns you on, like completely? You know how open I am, but that's not coming out on this pod. Mum's, <laughs> yeah, mum's, exactly. mum's listening going, thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> it's, it's just, a, yeah, it's like a step too far. Back to the point on, on allowing your partner to, I think your point on the volume of it and also in reference to your sex life is a very good point. I also think if you live with them, it can be a bit tricky. I think like if you're yeah. sleeping in bed with them every night, when are they physically going to have time to do it and as much as I'm hearing that you know you need to let your partner do their thing if they were if I was like cooking in the kitchen and they off went off to the bedroom and was like <laughs> I'm gonna go watch some porn rather than have sex with me I 
would be lying if I um, would say that I wouldn't be a bit mm. offended by that. But how much of that is your ego? You've got to, I guess mm. you've got to separate it, right? You've got to separate it. I'd love for this to open more conversations of people to ask yeah. us questions and stuff so that we can do another episode on this because it's, you know what, like this is really fun to talk about because nobody talks about it. And I think my takeaway from this whole episode is that if you're listening to this thinking this is fun, then talk to your best mate about it because if you haven't yes. yet it will open send this them. whole new yes ask your partner ask your partner about it. about it oh send my god yeah ask, do that. ask what their search history is <laughs> don't do that mate <laughs> do because they will tell you it's very vanilla it's I, I basic bit best not to best not to let that you know let sleeping dogs lie <laughs> on that one I think I just don't want to know <laughs> um, my my hot take is I guess I want to like wrap this up by being like, whatever you're into is whatever you're into is whatever you're into. Like mm-hmm. do your thing. Even if like you're not really into much and you're more like what someone would call vanilla, that's cool as well. Um, I'd also say if you're like me and you just feel like all those kind of like mainstream websites are just not for you, try the sexy audio stories because I don't think they will disappoint um and also just be open-minded like I for one as much as I'm not someone who like hammers those videos I don't judge partners for it I don't judge friends for it just try and be open-minded as well love it um my my key takeaway from this because we've just had a chat really haven't we my key takeaway I I don't feel like I've educated anyone in anything uh we don't know shit (laughs) but but, um, I just I'm just so uh glad that all of you listening have got to this point and have joined in this conversation with us you know metaphorically speaking because it's not talked about enough there is work to be done in the industry and i think the three of us will certainly be going away and looking into that even more to realize what the problems are um but you know we're talking about it and it's it's three women talking about it and i think that's just really exciting um, let's have more of these conversations about things that we all kind of do or we know about, but we don't really talk to each other about. Thank you so much for listening, Post Friends. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, please follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please uh, subscribe and also leave us a five-star review. We may read it out in next week's episode. Um and yeah, thank you for joining as ever. Yeah. Thanks. Yay. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye, Bye. friends. <laughs>